Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode two sixty eight of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, yep. So, um, and early good, or I, I can say early good news, but I was talking to my mom today, and she, she, so my mom's been on the fence about getting her fucking vaccine for like forever now. So, and I hadn't been really pushing it on her, but I mean, you know, I didn't want to have every conversation, but I, you know, I been trying to just you know chill for a minute or whatever, but. Had a conversation today, and so she's finally gonna get it next week. So I'm fucking happy as fuck, man. Yeah, that's good, man. Like, the like people the ages of our parents gotta gotta not be fucking around with that shit. And on that note, um, actually, my mom finally went and got herself a COVID test today that she uh that ended up being negative. So oh, good. Uh, she man, finally good. don't have a shit. Yeah, she finally don't have a shit no more. Um, she's still dealing with uh breathing struggles she still has mm-hmm. an oxygen tank but um she could take it off every now and then and her oxygen don't drop and she kind of just uses it just to maintain and feel okay but my brother uh who is now back in the country uh said that she's uh pretty much back to normal aside from just needing the oxygen oxygen tank so um that's good yeah that's good man good to hear i was gonna ask you but i said i'll just wait to the podcast yeah, so if so if your mom had any hesitancy about the vaccine, just play her that episode from <laughs> two, three episodes ago where I was talking about what happened with my mom. Shit. And I bet that'll get her up in there. <laughs> Shit, I ain't gonna say, hey man, let me just give her my number. Give her her number. Just just have a conversation on the fucking phone. <laughs> like I was I, man, I was telling her because I so I went to uh Grand Rapids this past weekend with, with Ryan, and as you know, he had COVID. And uh we just talked to him about just his struggles with it and shit. And he said that's the worst he felt in his fucking life. Man, that's crazy. You know, like, I, I, I don't want to know, but man, I no, can't imagine, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, and and you know, it, was, it just been on my mind for a while. So my mom called me because, so you know, my mom, my sister's been real hesitant. My sister still hasn't yet, and so, um, I was talking to my wife today, and she was saying she had talked to my sister, and my sister been BSing like, yeah. I'm finally going to, you know, do it. And I'm going to talk to my mom. And I'm like, what if, what are you talking to her about? Like, what are y'all trying to schedule? Like, what, what are you trying to hear her out? Like, and so I just stopped. <laughs> I haven't talked to my sister in like a week or two just because I'm just, I just don't under, like, you, I understand your hes- hesitancy, but I don't get your reasoning because you're not giving any reasoning. You just keep saying these bullshit. Like, I don't, you know, her boyfriend, cool. I don't give a shit what he does. I would like him to have it because he's, you know, the uh, vaccine because he's in my, my, sister's house mm-hmm. but really i don't really care about his rationale on it or anybody you know my thing i want to protect my sister you know my mom my nephews and stuff so i think he was originally against and i don't know his reason I didn't even ask really didn't even care but you know i really want my mom just because of, you know her 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 being of age her working in a daycare and, you know, dirty ass fucking kids coming in there, like fucking germs and shit. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I need, you know, I need you. So she finds so I was happy about that, man. So that, that made me, made me feel better today. 
Man. Luckily, so on a plus side of COVID in Michigan, um, since April 15th, we've been on a downslope in cases. Uh, we've only had one, I think it was one day that jumped higher than the, the previous day. Mm-hmm. Other than that, most of the cases have been, uh, the daily cases have been less than the, the, next, the other day. So, so that's been. Yeah, and it dropped. It dropped fairly sharply too. It was like we were at like eight, nine thousand cases a day, and then it dropped sharply to where we were like like five thousand cases a day, and then we were sitting around in the five thousands for like probably like a good week or so, and then uh, now I think we're in like the two thousand. So uh, yeah, it's looking looking a lot better, thankfully. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was talking to my boss, and he was saying how he had sent me an article, but I forgot to finish reading it. And he was saying, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people are relying on like the herd immunity concept and that it would kind of go, you know, go away eventually at some point. But the problem is that people aren't being vaccinated. So it mm-hmm. kind of almost rules out the whole herd immunity concept. And so that's a big thing. Michigan, another big thing in Michigan. Well, that's a uh, big thing just just in general. Another mm-hmm. thing in Michigan, I'm not sure it's unique anywhere else, is that a lot of people are getting the first shot and not getting the second shot. So not yeah, sure what the fuck that's that. about. Um, but you know, that's that's been a thing that's been going on. So yeah. I'm like, how do you have yeah, ass I, commit? Just fucking like what, what's your hesitance on getting the fucking next shot? Like I, I like either I, get it or I no. It's like it's like wearing your mask under your nose. Like, what the fuck you doing, dog? Like, <laughs> pull your shit up, shorty shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Man. He said, "Pull your shit up, shorty." Like, <laughs> hey, so that was that's I think like some nasty club shit. Like, yeah, pull that shit up, shorty. <laughs> no, nah, that was a uh, one of I think the mayor, the mayor in Baltimore. Uh, he said that he was at a press conference outside, and there was a guy talking, and he was like, "Pull your mask up, shorty." I was like, "That is some real Baltimore shit right there, dog." I think he's a younger guy too, so it just made it even funny. I certainly hope so. I bet not have been no 60-year-old ass mayor. Right, pull, pull, your, pull your mask pull, up, Shorty. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, man, like I, I was watching uh last week tonight with John Oliver, and um the last episode, this past Sunday's episode, was about the vaccine. And he talked about all those things, like the fact that people aren't getting the second shot, uh, the herd immunity thing. And the herd immunity thing is crazy because the, he said that the CDC says you have to have about 70% at least vaccinations for uh, for herd immunity to potentially become a thing. But the problem is that you like he showed like polling data on where we stand on like people getting vaccinated. And it was something like 50% of people said they would get vaccinated. 18% said maybe or was it 60%? Something like, I think it was 60% said yes, 18% said maybe. And yeah, that, that's what it was. And the other 22% said no. And he was like, well, and he was like, I know you think like if all the maybes were a yes, then we hit 70%. But the problem is that's only for adults. And that so that number doesn't include children. So, and children make up, I think he said like 20 something percent of the population. So basically, the adults for to reach 70%, damn near every adult would have to get vaccinated. Mm. Like it's like, it's a high ass number. Like it, you know, so he was saying like the herd immunity don't work unless we encourage people to get vaccinated. So, and, and 
<laughs> we ain't there. <laughs> and I saw that, and you know that we, Michigan, made it so that we were going to tie vaccination rates to <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> I'm so, I'm really Basically. like, part of me says, that's a really good idea. And then part of me goes, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> well, you know. Because from my perspective, <clears throat> well, from my perspective, getting vaccinated is the right thing to do. So it's easy for me to be like, oh, that's smart. Like, oh, we can, you know, we can have more, you know, do more stuff if, if more people get vaccinated. That sounds like a good thing. But if you're somebody who doesn't feel like they want to get vaccinated or doesn't feel like they need to get vaccinated, you won't look at that entirely different and justifiably so. Because when we're talking about with vaccinations, it's something where, you know, we can look at it like there's a good side and a bad side. And we can look at people who we could choose to look at people who don't want to get vaccinated as the bad side. But what if we tied other freedoms to that? Like, to, I mean, not to vaccination, but to something else. Like, I could see that. I feel like that's a, the start of a very bad slippery slope to say that we will. And I'm choosing the word freedoms purposely because that's kind of that's basically what that is. It's saying, like, we will give you back some of your freedom if you go and get vaccinated. And if in that to me that like that's problematic a little bit dog so i'm a, I mean, I'm a little i mean little it, it is it, it is but it sounds real like i want to kidnap the government ish talk <laughs> it's like because there's and and i get what you, i get what you're saying and i get that perspective of for people who may not want to and so but it's like i don't know i can't recall nothing else in our in our lifetime or in our lifetime or you know before that where so many fucking people died. And so it's like, mm-hmm. I get, you know, people who are probably hesitant. I get that's a slippery, a hesitant on that being a thing on and it being a slippery slope. But it's like, man, we lost a lot of fucking people in one fucking calendar year. It's like, so it's like, either mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers stay in the house and, you know, if you can't go to, you can't go to the fucking, the, the, the restaurant you want to go to because, you know, numbers is fucking high, you know, chill the fuck out. I don't know. It it may be the the better thing to do, but I could I could understand their, um, you know their issues with it, you know. But at the same time, man, we lost a lot of motherfuckers, man. Yeah, it, but it, here's the thing: it's right now we're in a state where the decisions are very simple to us, and, and things and there are things that seem like it's it's pretty uh pretty straightforward. So like if you look at like Trump getting his Twitter account suspended, we can look at it and be like. Trump deserved to have his Twitter account suspended. Like, like he was saying all kinds of wild shit, doing doing yada, yada, yada. But the people who are mad about that kind of have a point because it's like, at what point, like, we don't know when that line is drawn. So it's like, yeah, Trump got his Twitter account suspended. So his voice, uh, at least as far as Twitter goes, was taken away from that perspective. But what if Twitter starts doing that for people who don't, who don't deserve it? And I mean, and and we're already seeing this. Like, I got my account suspended wrongfully. Other people have had their account suspended wrongfully, all because there's such this this big emphasis on censorship that we got like bots and and whatever on Twitter looking for certain keywords or certain combinations of words and just flat out suspending shit without without having a human without having human eyes look at it without uh you know any kind of thing. It's just like oh, suspend it, suspend it automatically or or. You know, on Facebook, that comment was deleted because it violated terms of service. And you look and it's like, what the fuck? No, it didn't. Like, what? And it's, it's, it's one. So it's like, it's like a slippery slope. It's like they had the, 
you look at Trump as the start and it's like, oh, okay, no, that's fine. But then when this kind of shit starts happening, where people are getting their uh, accounts suspended for stuff that's not valid, and it's like, okay, well, when when do we? How how long is it before we end up in a place where uh, people's voices are being silenced just to do it, not because they said anything wrong? It's kind of like you know we don't like what that person has to say, so silence them. So it's kind of like it's the same thing. It's it's a similar thing with this. It's like the vaccine shit is clear cut, just like Trump. Like, yeah, you should be getting vaccinated, period. Like, it is what it is. It's what's safe. It's what's smart. It's the right thing to do. All these reasons that people come up with about for the anti-vaxxers, all the reasons they come up with are all easily debunked if they did even like the slightest Google search. Like, it's very straightforward. But man, we do not want to end up in a place where uh, the government says you can't have this freedom unless you do this, that unless you do what this thing that I'm telling you to do. Right now with vaccinations, it's like, oh yeah, perfect. But it's also the perfect way to start that kind of activity, activity to where the government can go, we're not gonna let you do this unless you do this thing that we're telling you. And like, that's the only thing that concerns me is like, is I hope this isn't the start to where our freedoms are tied to things that aren't as clear cut as whether or not we should be vaccinated. And of course, obviously there's a group of people who don't even feel that vaccinations are a clear cut thing. So it's like, that's the only thing that concerns me a little bit. I'm kind of surprised that um, anti-vaxxers in particular or, or Republicans, or maybe I just haven't heard about it, aren't having a bigger fit here in Michigan about, about that concept. Or maybe, and maybe they are and I just haven't heard, but that, yeah. like, that's kind of wild to me. Because my yeah. initial reaction was like, oh, that's smart. And then my second reaction was like, oh, man, niggas don't get mad. And then my third reaction was, what, where, where do we go from here? Like, I, I really hope this is, I hope it stops here. <laughs> where we I mean, but I feel like, to, but, I, but, but I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things that's kind of been going on. It's like, you know, if you go, if you want to go into to, to certain countries that you have to get like immunizations and shit, you can't get in that fucking yeah. country. And that's yep. it. If you want to no, go there, true. you do it. You know what I mean? And then it's like, you know, going mm-hmm. back to like, like, like the whole, you know, Twitter ban. I mean, Trump earned that one like a motherfucker, but I get, you know, the other ones that are mistaken shit like yours and stuff like that. But it's like, your voice can be heard. It just can't be heard on Twitter. And it's like, no one's really owed a platform on Twitter or any other social media, you know, platform. Like I saw them talking at at today yesterday about whatever that, that, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, that company that reviews if people should be on Twitter or Facebook, it's called the, it's called someone with oh, I can't remember it. But I'm like, it's, 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 and it was basically since Twitter, I mean, I'm sorry, Trump has been banned from Facebook, Facebook. in, six, in yeah. six months, they're going to have to review and say it's a permanent ban. And I'm like, why does Trump, why is Trump owed a Facebook account? It's a public fucking <laughs> account. He's not, no one's owed a fucking account nowhere. You can fucking have an account on, you could, he can have a fuck. He can have a he can have a medium fucking website and post shit all fucking day, and it, he's mm-hmm. just not on a fucking site that he prefer to be on, and it's and it's just a public fucking site. Like, I don't know. I'm 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 on a fence, you know, with like with with like talking about the uh, the vaccines and freedoms. I, I I get that point, and I don't really have much else to add. I just I understand both sides. I lean towards, you know. G- opening things up when you know hopefully vac- vaccinations become a higher percentage but i get it from a from the opposite perspective but as far as the social media man it's like man that site don't owe you shit trump like you know <laughs> make a new one motherfucker. Yeah, but- like you know that 
Yeah, the so, the social media shit is is out of control, out of control in the sense of like the way people react to it. Because like I tweeted, I retweeted that dumb that dumbass Republican uh, representative Lauren Boebert. Like uh, after, so I, I heard about this on uh, on NPR that, and I think this is a very smart idea actually uh, to have this. There's like this uh, board of like I guess like kind of like arbitrators who determine whether or not. Trump will be able, whether or not Trump's ban is permanent or whether or not he can have his account back. And that's smart for two reasons for, for well, it's actually, it's really just smart for one reason. And it's the, it's the reason that it, in my opinion, absolves Facebook of any responsibility. Like no one can go to Mark Zuckerberg and be like, Mark Zuckerberg, your, your website banned Donald Trump. He'd be like, no, the arbitrator, the, the people who are not affiliated with me decided that his ban should be permanent. Like it's, it's a good way for, Facebook to have its cake and eat it too. Like you can essentially, it, should this group of people choose to make the ban permanent, which they did, they get you, you know, you one, now you have a piece of shit who's not putting lies on your platform. And you can also say that wasn't me. <laughs> so I, I, I liked that. But then um, Lauren Berbert, Lauren Boebert, I hate this fucking bitch and I hate her fucking name. Um, <laughs> Boebert tweeted something like, oh, I guess free, I guess the First Amendment only applies to certain people on the left. And it's and and that's the point that you're you are making is that th- this is not a First Amendment violation. This is a fucking website with a terms of service that can has the ability to say we don't want your bitch ass on it. Like that that essentially yeah. is for the government. Like yeah, the First Amendment is for the government silencing you. Like if I if I went outside and was like yo fuck Donald Trump and they put me in jail, that's a First Amendment violation. <laughs> like well I don't know if, I don't know if I could say I could probably say fuck yeah I could say fuck Donald Trump, but like. That's a First Amendment violation. Violating violating a social media website term of service, and they say you can't come back. That is not a First Amendment violation, and it's frightening that our congressperson doesn't know that. But then again, she probably does know that. But her job, and this is what's wild about Republicans and 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 politicians in general, their job is almost less to be a politician and more to be a fucking circus. Like she's a fucking performer. Like, she, like, she's not a politician to me. She's just somebody who just, like, goes on Twitter and says wild shit, and there's enough dumb motherfuckers wherever she li- lives at who agree with her wild shit and was like, oh, this is the kind of person I want to represent me. And now she's in office, and all she does is say wild shit. It's like, it's just, it's just like a, it's a joke. Like, it's a circus. And so, like, that's, like, that's what you was talking about, man. Like, that, that, this idea that, like, these motherfuckers is old, these fucking social media accounts or some shit. And it's it, it, and like we said before, it's especially wild for Donald Trump, especially while he was still president to be like, oh, man, they took away my Twitter account. Nigga, you can walk outside your front door of your house and be like, hey, bring every camera in the country here <laughs> and it will happen. And it will happen. <laughs> he, he has to he has the power <laughs> to be put on any any network other than fucking Twitter and Facebook and have an actual first now. a first person voice. Like he he right. can have that on any he could be on fucking like does this band mean he can't be on Instagram? I would assume since Instagram and Facebook, Facebook is tied, but yeah, but I mean fuck, I don't know what's another fucking social media account. He, he shit, get, I would he assume can he, TikTok, but he I was just about TikTok. to say, can he see that's his own fucking fault? If he didn't hate TikTok, he was and TikTok has has random. Have you ever seen that ashy ass black dude who 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 posts these videos Way of people doing? It, he, so I would have figured. You if mean Delvin? Put, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn! After I finish describing this guy, man, Delvin's gonna be pissed. So it's this ashy ass black dude 
and, he, and I say Ashy everything is a good answer. Yeah, good answer, good answer. <laughs> Ashy Black dude, good answer. Uh, and he does these like videos of like people doing really extra shit, and then he does it the simple way. Okay. And it's and this motherfucker had his hands is so fucking ashy. It's like his face <laughs> ashy. He's like he, he's like a stereotypical African or some shit. And I just be like, this motherfucker got like a million some fucking followers. Like it seems like it's really easy to get like a million followers or some shit on TikTok. Trump could be on fucking TikTok with millions of fucking followers. People that actually mm-hmm. believe in him, people that just want to see the fucking train wreck, and he don't like it. And that's why, he, and so he's not on it. And I would assume they didn't ban him. So I'm, I'm going on a premise before I get uh, Will. Yeah, I'm assuming that too. Shit. I'm going to go and say that he can be on there, but he doesn't like it, so he won't. Like, shit, that's a perfect platform for his ass. Fucking however yeah. many second videos they do. Yeah, but he just don't do it. So, you know, that's on him. But he can, he can have a platform on anything, on any fucking thing. But, you know, yeah. And he I can don't... still, just like just like I said, when he was president, like he could walk out his front door, a.k.a. the White House, and go bring every camera he every camera that you have here right now, and it would happen. He could still do that now, like, <laughs> as, as former president, because he's that popping in the Republican Party. He could go. He could go outside right now, or call up. He could do. He could call up Fox News right now. Right now. And he could go live on Fox News right this and minute. And they would. They would drop every fucking. They thing. would they, drop everything. Yes. Seeing it, <laughs> like Fox News could have been doing. The, could have been broadcasting the funeral for the for people who made Fox News, and they would cut that shit short and broadcast <laughs> Donald Trump right fucking now. Yes, and he could go. He could do. He could. He could go on there in person if he wanted. Like yep. I, I talk about a talk about a place he ain't never gonna get banned. That's it. And it and and here's the thing, he he could go. He could right now. I don't whatever show is airing on Fox News. Let's say it's Tucker Carlson. Say Tucker Carlson is on right now. Donald Trump could call up there right now and get on the air live. And not only would he be live on Fox News, I bet you other stations would be like, yo. Donald Trump just called into Fox News. Like it's like that. Like come on. How about dog? this? Like, he, he will be on. He his the video or the audio will be on all of the networks he can't be on. It will be all kind yep. of video streaming Donald Trump videos. It will be on. It will be on Twitter, Twitter and Facebook. And Facebook. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. So I mean, he has a platform it would he get can streamed use. Streamed live on Twitter and it Facebook. Would be li- it, man, it would be it would be live on anything that could show a live video, any place. So. He just need to figure out better ways to get him. If he really wants, I mean, I, I assume he wants. To, he, I think him being silenced on on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. I think that was just a huge. I think not. I think it was a huge ego hit for him. I mean, he was, you know, at some point, the you know the most powerful man in the world to to being you know censored. I mean, but let's keep it real. This motherfucker, he has to be the only person. Only person of that magnitude that every time he did a tweet for a good while, there was a fucking disclaimer that this could be, I don't know the wording, but it was something like this could be fake news or some shit. You know what I'm saying? That was crazy, (laughs) dog. Like, like, dog, there was a a day where he had like four or five consecutive tweets that had that warning on it. Like, it was several in a row. They all had that warning. Like, this this probably some shit. Oh, shit, this is probably some bullshit. This is it's, it's, it's like having your drunk uncle at the uh, at the barbecue, and they're like, "Man, Uncle Shea be fooling, man. Don't worry about him, man. He's just the way he is." You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like you're the, <laughs> you're the most powerful man in the world, man. And we got a and we got a, a disclaimer that the shit you say that it might not be fucking real. Like, come the fuck on, man. 
Man, yeah, you know, then, what people would have went nuts if that was that shit was happening with fucking Barack Obama. Man, <laughs> boy, they would have den- denounced black people, dog. <laughs> denounced black people. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> Barack Obama saying he ain't, he ain't losing election or some shit? <laughs> Right. I didn't like, win. I got screwed because I'm black. Like, right, wait, what? Right. It, what if what if it ended his second term? He was just, just like, you know what? I'm running for a third term and I'm winning. Man, <laughs> you know the 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 fuck shit we've been dealing with for centuries off that shit, man. Crazy. And you know this, you know this nigga about to come back too, right? Like he he gonna run in 2024. Uh, I, I see it. I see it. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> and he's probably gonna win. I, I, like, can you, know you imagine, dog? Like, if we elect, we elect the motherfucker from The Apprentice to be president of the United States. He has one of the worst terms in in United States history. Only serves one term, loses, but it's still so fucking popular that he can come back in four years and win again. And it's almost certainly gonna happen. Like he was on, um, uh, fuck, who was he talking to? Oh, uh, Candace Owens. Like Candace Owens apparently has some show somewhere, and he said something like he can't he can't talk about it now. But when he announces his plans for twenty twenty four, he thinks a lot of people are going to be happy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, come on, dog. And that's why they're mad. Like he's going to go for the secretary of defense no or some shit. Like, come on now. Nah, I mean, nah. <laughs> what the fuck are we know? And sadly, he'll fuck around and win because the same motherfuckers who who voted against. Uh, um Biden has more rage than ever and 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 the fact that you know Biden is not totally liked and yeah it yeah it's it I can totally see that happening totally fucking see that happen yeah man he has he has all the opportunity in the world to do what he wants but that's why I say this shit is performative like it's not actually about these rights and, and all this kind of shit it's really just about having a uh having something to uh, blame the left about. So it's not about like, your, it's not like, oh, I'm fighting for my First Amendment right. It's about being able to say that your First Amendment right to be inviola- violated, even though you know they aren't. That's why, that's why I said, like, I feel like Lauren Berbert, Bobert, whatever the fuck, yogurt, whatever the fuck this nigga name is, I don't fucking know. Lauren Yogurt, I'm gonna call her Yogurt. Gogurt, whatever. Gogurt, that's what I'm gonna call her, because that's, that's, that's what she acts like. She acts yogurt. like a fucking Gogurt. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren Gogert talking about uh, you know the First Amendment and shit. She probably knows that this isn't a First Amendment violation, but it's not about that. It's about being able to say that that right is being violated, so that all the dumb fucks who believe you can be riled up and can and can then go say that same thing to all their other dumb hick friends who don't know shit about anything either. Like, yeah, you see them out here violating our First Amendment rights and not allowing Donald Trump to have a Facebook account. Oh, that's crazy. The left doing that. Let's have sex, cousin. Like, no, nah, man. Like, Let's have they sex, doing cousin. Much, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, they they know they know better. I I think the politicians know better, but they they're more interested in in riling everybody up and getting them frustrated and getting them angry and get and and seeing the country divided because that's how they win. And then the favorite their favorite thing to do is go the Democrats are dividing the country when they're the one, when they're the ones talking about this shit is fake this shit is a lie i got robbed of this election my rights are being violated that's all the fake shit and that's all the shit that's making people angry and getting people riled up and got people at each other's throats and they turn around and go the democrats are doing this because they want you to wear a mask <laughs> like okay 
bro. I'm just I'm just really amazed at all of like like Trump fans that are still people like so when I was a, when I was in Grand Rapids, I rolled past this truck, this white chick was driving. She had this big ass fucking Donald Trump picture on the side of her window. And I was just like, his actual picture? It was oh, at wow. his actual and I was driving and Ryan had noticed and I looked over and saw it. I wish I took a picture. And I'm just like, wow, like people really like this motherfucker. I'm just amazed at that. Like, like it's good in 2021 and motherfucker got a big ass picture of Trump on their fucking truck. Like, yeah. Like an actual picture? Like he ain't even good looking. It, it was yeah, no, he's not good looking <laughs> at all. He's like he's like pure <laughs> Joe Biden like, is better looking than he is. Right. And and that and that's not saying a lot. Like he's yeah, old as fuck. Joe Biden's 105. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this mother, and and he's got a big ass profile picture of him on the truck. Like, come on now, he's he's like mediocre white man looking. Like, he's horrible looking. Yeah, no, he's fucking generic old ass white man. Like, no, like who? Why I can see if I can see a a, a picture of somebody got old ass, you know, insert random old decent looking white man on you know on their on their car or some shit. And I'm like, shit. what the put, fuck? It, it, Hey, put put in perspective here. I think that most people would agree that Barack Obama is the best looking president that we've ever had. Like people talk about Kennedy and that's pretty much it. And I think it's customarily agreed upon that Barack Obama is a better looking guy than John Kennedy. And I have not seen a single <laughs> decal of Barack Obama's face on anybody's car. <laughs> like, well, I have like, seen I, I have seen Michelle Obama's picture on a purse at the dollar store. So I feel like if depending on the hood, you might see it. Um dog, it was a picture. I was a dollar store, my mom. So my mom had been praising this one dollar store. She's like, it's the best dollar store ever, blah, blah, blah. So me and my wife and her went, cause I, I forget we how many know we were. Oh, I was trying to get some TV trays. For our living room, just to sit and watch TV and shit, because the old ones we had was fucked up. So he's like, cool. She's like, they got some nice ones there. I'm like, cool. First off, this dollar store actually really was nice as fuck. They sold everything. Bro, you can get a Weber grill in that bitch. Um, it was what? Pretty- <laughs> yes, dog. Like, that motherfucker. Can you, can you say what dollar store this is, this is? Because my wife, like, loves dollar stores. So it, hearing, if she hears that this is the best dollar store ever and she doesn't know where it is, she's going to get mad at me. So I'm gonna need you to say where the dollar store is at. I'll, I'll, it's on Eight Mile near near Lasser. Um, it's okay. called it's called Super Dollar Center. Okay, I know I know where that. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know specifically that place, but I definitely know Eight Mile and Lasser. I yeah. used to get my hair cut over in that area. Uh, oh, okay. Back when I purposely kept hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we went in there. We grabbed those. I think I bought actually the lamp I use in my office. I bought from there, and we bought some TV trays. I see this. Is uh Weber? I'm like, damn. Oh, and they had so they had a Weber grill, and they had a uh, what's that grill that's like a uh, it's, it's ceramic, but it wasn't that company of the different company. Uh, those like those they're green, the Green Egg. They had the, the <laughs> another company. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't like a knockoff. It's just another company that does them. I'm like, that's like a, uh-huh. a six seven hundred dollar fucking grill. Like, why do they have that in here? Yeah, it was nuts. Like, though. how much is it? Ninety nine cents. Right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> but at least so we, I, I grabbed these TV trays. We walked to the front, and I see this big ass purse, and it had it had uh, Michelle Obama. Uh, Oprah Winfrey and like some other random black people on it, and I was just like, Oh, I was like, Yeah, I like some shit my mom would get. My mom would totally get, and she looked at it, but she didn't. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if she had her ass went back. 
But she, she was, was I was about to say she went back after you left. Like, but she was proud as hell. She just like, got Beyonce on it, right? She just got Beyonce on it. I'm getting two. She was proud as hell. She like, y'all like that stuff, didn't y'all? I'm like, yeah, my, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, it was, it was, it was cool though. It was dope. I mean, but I was just like, I ain't never seen a dollar store that was this fucking big and would just have all kind of other shit I wouldn't thought to find in a damn dollar store. He <laughs> said a green egg, dog. <laughs> like man, so man, yeah, they so. got. Malcolm shit. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. I was just like, I mean, but most dollar stores are most dollar stores are pretty generic, and, and, and then yeah. you know you get to the front, you know they blowing up balloons and all kind of dumb shit. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so but I was like, oh yeah, so it's a cool one. I've been meaning to go up there because I want to get. Um, so my wife has kind of confiscated both of our TV trays because she used them as like parts of her desk for her working at home because she she does her work in the living room. I'd be mad as hell mm-hmm. when I come home. I'm like, so I, I don't have a TV tray to eat on, right? But just move the papers. I'm like, it's not the point. They're TV trays for fucking food, man. <laughs> and I can really get loud <laughs> like this. I can really get loud just because she's not here. So um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. So I told her I could go up and give me get some more so I could have pull me one out when I want to eat my dinner at the table and shit. Uh, she about to just have a longer desk. Right. Like also oh, now you got an L desk now. <laughs> like and the thing is, I purposely got her a smaller desk because just got a smaller space, and so, um, and which is even weirder because I use the office for non-office shit, and she could very well just use the office, but she likes watching cable. And we don't have cable in here, so she just she, so I bought her a desk out there, and yeah, whatever. It's no real rhyme or reason, and and uh, like I'm just, like I'm just supposed to watch the Hallmark Channel in your in your office, like what I look like. <laughs> can't, can't watch my shows up in there. <laughs> like, he's like, well, you expect me to be home working and not watch TV? I'm like, well, <laughs> you are working. I mean, shit, make it work. Shit, I don't know. But, but I already told you how you know I get up in the morning and she she uh, she get up, turn her TV TV shows on, and and be fucking. Uh, it's either Golden Girls, uh, Little House on the Prairie, and uh, it's another show. It's another show about these girl vampires. Uh, okay, um, Buffy. A, bu- no, is it Buffy? Maybe Buffy. that's the only show I know with girls and vampires. I don't even know. I've never even seen it, but I know it's got Sarah Michelle Gellar and it has to do with vampires. Yep, yep, yep that's it. Buffy the Vampire. That's it. That's what I was trying to remember. Sarah, oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, so interesting. Um, what I was actually about? So, and switching subjects a little bit. I was so I was talking about the 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 pistons at work today and you know just talking about how they you know well we but we've known that they've been just pretty fun to watch although they're a pretty bad team but they got a lot of young guys which was funny when uh Johnny commented in the, the chat like man they're really fun like motherfucker I swear we told you this shit a long time ago that they're really oh, we've told, to watch. We, and we've told him that multiple times yeah I just told him that before we told him two or three times yeah, so I'm just like, watch. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I, I didn't even, I didn't even feel like, like, motherfucker, we've been told you that, but whatever. And I've been mad salty because uh, DirecTV has changed their plans. So I don't have Fox Sport, I mean, Valley Sports on any of the plans that I want to spend money on. So I'm like, fuck, fuck uh, cable. So I haven't seen any, matter of fact, I haven't seen any games since Killian Hayes came back. So that's been a minute. Um, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Right. So I we were talking about just draft picks. And since they're losing, they're probably going to be really have a real good chance to get first pick. So I started thinking like, man, I don't remember any first picks for the Pistons. 
And so oh, the number one pick. Yeah, the number one pick. And so I was going back and I was looking through the list and stuff. And we've had some really good picks. And, well, let me say that we've had some really good spots, but didn't pick people that actually turned out well. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go back in a few years. So our last pick that was under 10, other than this year, we had Killian mm-hmm. Hayes. Um, in 15, we drafted Stanley Johnson at eight. Uh, in 2012, Andre Drummond at nine, um, Brandon Knight in 2011 at eight, Greg Monroe at seven, and then we've had a lot of double digit picks for a while. And then the horrible year of 2003, drafting Darko at number two. Um, but then first, I didn't remember that we drafted Bonzi Wells in eight and nine. <laughs> Pick eleven, like I did not remember that at all. Oh man, that's did not remember that at all. Um, in ninety five, well, well, in ninety five, we drafted Theo Ratliff, eighteenth, uh, and then also we had nineteenth, and we drafted uh, Randolph Childress, which I don't even remember who that motherfucker is. <laughs> so that was an interesting year. Up that. until up until ninety, well, as I think far Randolph as, Childress with the uh, Wake Forest, I think. Yeah, you sure. Ah, good, good call. Good call. He did go to Wake Forest. <laughs> I have strange ass memory, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember him at all. Um, uh, bef- and so that was that. Uh, ninety four. That's when we drafted Grant Hill at number three. Uh, ninety three. We drafted Allen Houston at eleven. Um, but. Did you know? Oh, and so before that, 86, we drafted John Sally at, at number 11. Uh, Doe Dumars came out 85 at pick 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go back further than I can really remember these people, um, a couple of people. Isaiah Thomas, I didn't know that he was second pick in 81. Mm-hmm. Uh, the year before that, we drafted Kelly Tribuca at number 12. And so I believe we've only had one number one pick. Yeah, uh, Dave Bing, I think. Um, okay, so two or the Bob Lanier, or both. It was actually two, uh, um, two of them. It was Bob Lanier at one, and then I think Dave the, Bing was two. Yeah, I believe so. Um, but the other pick, the other number one pick, we had was Jimmy Walker they, 1967. Okay, I I would have I would have got it if I had enough get if I had a few guesses. Jimmy but, Walker? Yeah, I, if I had enough I I I had it on the tip of my tongue who the other person was. Like they, if I had enough guesses I probably would have got there, but Dave Bing was number 2 pick um some years before that, yeah. which was uh 66. But what I did not know is that Jimmy Walker is Jalen Rose's dad. Mhm. I did not know that at all. That's the only reason I know that he was the number one pick. Then that, that's why it would have taken me a minute to remember, but that's how I found out was when Jalen Rose was playing at Michigan. So at some point during that time, I found out that we drafted his dad number one. Like at some point during that time. So like that that one that one is like kind of like an offshoot. I, I, I when I say I remember Bob Lanier, obviously I don't remember because I wasn't alive, but like I knew that offhand and then I knew that Bing was one or two I knew Isaiah was number two and I knew about obviously about Darko and Grant 
So like I knew about our most of our pretty high picks just because I, I eventually I, I every now and then I, I would go back and kind of look and see like how we did it in certain drafts and what play, what players we drafted at certain places. The only thing you said that I didn't know was I didn't know that we drafted Joe Dumars that low. I thought he was higher than that. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he was higher as well. Yeah, that's a little surprising. Like, wow, talk about a steal. Yeah, I, I did not did not know he was uh, that high. And I doubt they were going to be like, yeah, this guy we're drafting at number eighteen is going to be responsible for three championships, <laughs> either directly or indirectly. <laughs> also, um, Isaiah came number two that year. Do you remember who number one was that year? <sighs> Uh, 81. Uh, 81. I give you a hint. He ended up playing for the Pistons. Oh, fuck. I know this. Um, <laughs> I know right, let's this. Go, let's go piss you off, dude. AD. Who? AD. Uh, Adrian Dantley. Close. No. Oh, no. Mark Aguirre. Mark Aguirre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Aguirre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark Aguirre. Yeah. I don't think I even knew that one though. And I'm looking this. So that was '81. I'm looking through this draft class. Buck Williams was third. Uh, Orlando Woolridge went six. Uh, so Buck. So Mark Aguirre was Dallas. Or was he on drafted by somebody else and then went he, to Dallas? It was Dallas. And Buck Williams, I'm gonna say Portland, New Jersey. Ah, okay. And what was the other one you said? Oh, uh, and then Al Woods was fourth. A uh, couple other people. Who? Al Wood was fourth. I don't know. Okay, who I don't even is. know who that is. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know who that is. Um, and then uh, like I say, I don't. I don't recognize a bunch of these names but uh tom chambers okay. was eighth rolando blackman was ninth kelly tribuca 12 larry nance 20 um danny ain't 31 hold on wait start over so I'm, i want to i want to try to guess these teams uh tom chambers i remember him from phoenix was he drafted by phoenix the clippers san diego okay, clippers. clippers okay what was the one you said after that uh rolando blackman uh Dallas? Yep. Okay. Uh what was after that? Uh tw- that was ninth. Twelfth was uh Kelly Tribuca. Oh, that w- that was us, right? Yeah, that was us. Yes. Okay. And then uh you said Larry, one, uh, was- Larry Nance. Cleveland? Sons. Ah. Well, he ended up in Cleveland. Yeah, I think so. Um then uh, Danny Ainge, probably an easy one to pick. Oh, well, if, it, if there was anybody other than Phoenix, I'm, I don't got it. <laughs> oh, uh, Boston. Oh, right. that, 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 that's what I meant. I said Phoenix, <laughs> but I meant Boston, yeah. Because yeah. that's the only team I know him playing for. Yeah, that's why I was like, that was like that's <laughs> an easy one. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. But, but yeah, to your, to your point, though, uh, I was a bit surprised that uh, um, Dumar is going, going when he went. Yeah, it's pretty low. Mm-hmm. I like playing the draft. I like playing the draft game and testing my '80s memory. Man, we've had some. <laughs> we've had some fucked up draft picks, dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the, the thing is, but the thing is, and, and it's easy. Like, and I say this all the time. Like, it's easy for you to look at your own team and be like, "We had some fucked up draft picks." 
every single team has had a whole bunch of fucked up draft picks. Oh, yeah, but it's like yeah. you look at your own team and you're like, oh, we drafted, say, Brandon Knight, and then you can run off three or four all-stars who was drafted after him. But you could all, all the all, every single franchise that drafted before them got it wrong that year, unless they got the number one pick and that number one pick was the right guy. So it's like, you know, if, if, if the breakout guy was drafted number 10, nine franchises fuck that up but they didn't know it. it's not like they knew at the time like oh yeah this guy's gonna be great but we're gonna pick i mean somebody it's, else. it's, it's, it's like, not a, it's, it's not exactly a crapshoot but it is like you're 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 betting on potential uh i mean if you yeah, draft a guy like nobody in a, if you has, draft a guy in the in a, a first 20 picks you expect him to do decently and you know sometimes that shit just don't doesn't you know pan out um i feel I'm, like san antonio is probably like the only franchise that i that i can recall that seems to have a good job with that because like almost every player, every great player that they've had, they drafted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, like I, I know, I know, like historically, like the Lakers in Boston, like a, you know, a lot of their great players they drafted as well. But like as of late, I feel like it's really like mo- San Antonio best players of all the players they drafted, for the most part. Yeah, and we and we fucked over some shit like Spencer Dinwiddie. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, we've we we've had low draft picks, guys that didn't look like they were going to be any good, and then got just got impatient, decent, <laughs> left, and then ended up being good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, fucking Chris Middleton ended up being a really decent fucking player, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not many of them. I mean, I'm looking through the list, and I'm like, eh, some of these people really like we really shouldn't have drafted Mateen Cleaves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you run, can you run off can if you have it up can you run off some of the names that came after Mateen Cleaves because I feel like during that draft I remember feeling like there was somebody we should have got and then we got like there was somebody good available that we could have got and we took Mateen Cleaves and I was mad like I felt so, like I and but Mateen Cleaves was kind of popping because he was from here so it's like everybody was kind of like yeah but like okay okay so I cool. feel like that year in particular there was somebody we should have gotten we didn't Okay, so we got Mateen Cleaves, 14th, uh, 14th pick, 2000. I'm just going to go from one down. Well, actually, I'll just go around 10. It doesn't make a difference because that was a, a interesting. King and Martin went first that year. Um, so what did I say? We got the 14th. Actually, I don't know. Uh, well, actually, a lot of these people would have been, you know. So uh, Jason Collier after that. Turk. Oh, shit. Turkulu came after him. Uh, <laughs> Quentin Richardson. Uh, Jamal Galore, he was okay. Speedy Claxon, who's fucking balling the fuck out. Uh, Deshaun Stevenson was decent. Uh, a lot of these are later picks. Eddie House is even okay. Uh, Michael Red, Michael Red went second round. Uh, that that's not the player that I was thinking of, but I remember Michael. I remember that year, like that season. And when Michael Red started to really break out, it, it that really came to light. Like, yo, you know they got him in the second round, <laughs> like, right? Like that, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, uh, ain't too many out of that second round. I don't recognize a lot of these people, so I'm assuming they ain't do too much, too much shit. Yeah, we could have we could have drafted Khalid El Amin, and he probably would have been better in fucking Matias and Cleves. <laughs> um, yeah, it was yeah, but that year was uh. So Kenyon Martin went first, Stromal Swift, Darius Miles went third that year, Marcus Fyther, I don't even remember him, Mike Miller went fifth, 
Demar Johnson, six. I don't remember him. Chris Mem, I do remember him. Jamar Crawford, he turned out good. He actually spent like damn near twenty years. Joe Presbilla, I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't remember him. Was he on Portland? Uh, Dra- oh, drafted by Portland. He Joel was, Joel right Joel J O L E L. Yeah. Drafted by the Rockets, but traded to Milwaukee. Uh, okay. Yeah, Quentin Richardson would have been a hell of a fucking pick better than fucking the team, please. Uh, hell, even Morris Peterson. Did, did, Morris, did he not play for us at some point? Uh, I don't know. I don't no, he know. Played, no, he played, he played for uh, Toronto for a while. Never mind. He played for Toronto. Sorry. It sounded like Jamal Crawford was the best player to come out that draft. Shit. I mean, if he if he could probably compare numbers to Kenya Martin, which was number one, but shit, he was definitely uh he was the long the longest lasting player out of all this shit. That was a damn sure. Yeah, and he was still effective. Oh, we could have had fucking Scooney. We could have had fucking Scooney Pin. <laughs> <laughs> I remember his name, but I don't remember nothing of what he did. Hell no, nah, me neither. <laughs> Scoony fucking pen. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm assuming that's not his real name, but goddamn, who gets Scoony? Oh, his name was James. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, um, fuck, I'm gonna ask you about something that I totally lost. lost. Lost track. Yeah, like I thought you were gonna ask me something about this. Oh, or is it just? Gonna, or are you gonna ask me who was drafted ahead of Isaiah? Oh I no, I was. Were, I, this whole oh, thing, was, this whole thing was based this. on just curious of. Uh, did you remember um, uh, Isaiah's pick um, and some of the other oh, yeah. early round ones? That was pretty much it. Oh yeah, no, I. I well, as I've proved, I, I paid close attention to that kind of stuff, and and then kind of like went back and looked it up at times. So yeah, I have a pretty good, pretty good idea of, of those things. Especially because, like it, like the '80s drafts, like I was a big, big, big card collector uh, as a kid. So, like I had like all those players that were drafted in the '80s. I probably had their basketball card and studied them. Mm-hmm. So I would look at the back and be like, okay, you know, I look, you know, you look on the back of card, you can see that person's stats for every season they've been in the league. And so, like that's probably why I remember all this kind of stuff like that because I would always, I was such a big card collector, and I would always look at, you know, look at the back of the cards and. You know, look at player stats and when they was drafted and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm pretty good with like '80s and '90s drafts. Yeah, I was '80s uh, from looking at cards fair... and '90s from watching it. Yeah, I was a fair weather card card collector. I mean, I remember collecting some, and I would always get some fuck ass person like a Scooney pen or <laughs> uh, <laughs> random ass uh, Ernest Brown. Like, who the fuck is Ernest Brown? Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never get one. The worst thing about car collecting was getting the coaches. Like, like, why did you make a car for the coach, dog? Like, I was like, <laughs> like, I don't want a coach's car. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> and then the the other thing that I mainly remember from cars, aside from like the collecting aspect, like the boxes I would get and the packs that I would get from different companies, was the chase that I had for Grant Hill's upper deck rookie card. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me. He, well, for one, like at that time, I was like at peak car collecting. I was a huge Grant Hill fan. And then he went to my team 
And then on top of that, I felt like Grant's, if you Google this, like Grant's upper deck rookie car was like the coldest looking rookie car that there was. I was like, Grant, Grant had the best picture on his, like upper deck's design was sick that year. It was like, it was, it was like the perfect storm as a car collector for like, you're heavy in the cards, your, your favorite college player got drafted by your favorite team and has the best looking card in your opinion. So like I was on a hunt to get Grant's uh, upper deck rookie card. And I, I had my dad buying me upper deck packs left and right until I, until I got one. Yeah. I my was, ultimate I was, chase. I was really just bad at, bad at collecting. I just said, fuck it. I remember I have a friend that had books and all that shit. Kind of like we had the books and CDs. I had friends with books and books of that shit. And I hope they kept some of the good ones and actually made some out of that shit, but I sure as hell didn't. No, I didn't. I don't have any of my, I never had any mm-hmm. high value cards. Um, like the ones that I would get of players that were high value were never the high, the actual high value card for that player. So like, like, you know, if I, you know, you get like a Jordan card or something like that, but it's like a Jordan card in the nineties wasn't worth, no, no cards were like that was really worth shit. Like the, the Grand Hill rookie card, I think it was like, if you wanted to buy it, it was like $10. And, but like at the time it was like, I'd rather buy the packs because there was the, the thrill, the exhilaration of like, going through your pack and seeing like you got it. So it was like, I, I wanted to, I wanted to actually get it that way rather than try to buy it. But um, yeah, like the, it, it was, I, ne- I never got anything that was like really, really, really good. Like, I, I think the I best car that I had, I think the best car that I had for a very long time was a, a David Robinson rookie. Like it, it was it, for some reason, like at that time, David Robinson's rookie was, fairly fairly well valued um that was probably one of my better cards that was just a regular player card and not some limited edition kind of like offshoot thing and then my then my search for grant's card which i don't know where i i sold off all my cards over time so i don't have any i don't have any of my cards anymore but i do plan on going back and buying that card for uh for sentimental purposes like I went and I, I went I went back and bought Isaiah's rookie card too. Cause like at the at the time it was expensive. But now cards aren't expensive like Harley at all. So like I bought Isaiah's rookie card somewhere for cheap. Like it was, I like I don't remember what it was, but it was not a lot of money. So I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna do the same thing with Grant's rookie card so I can have it. So like I still have Isaiah's I have Isaiah's rookie card uh somewhere. Hmm. So the good uh, one. Because there was always multiples, but there'd be the the good one would always be from a specific company. So like Grant's good one was the upper deck one. Like Jordan's Jordan's good one was the um, uh, star the star rookie card. It was like the because I think that was the last year the star made cards or something like that, and and Fleer took over after that. So if you have like the Fleer Jordan rookie, it's not it's not fucking with the star Jordan uh. rookie. The star Jordan rookie was the one that's like. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, right? Mm. So, uh, question for you, and I, I kind of know your answer, but it just goes into what I'm uh, so sort of sort of topic, but not really. Do you think there is a situation instance uh, where racism isn't involved in, like an industry or any of that shit? Do you think that there's one where you just say, 
I don't think they racism fucks with that. Uh, I don't. I, I feel like you're getting at something in particular, but like offhand, I think that maybe racism specifically is not involved in a lot of things. But I think that like maybe like a uh, a subconscious discrimination is probably involved in almost everything. So okay. it might not be like racism, but it, like like discrimination, even if it's kind of like subconscious. I think that that sub. Discrimination exists probably. Would you everywhere. would you consider discrimin discrimination based on uh, racial background to be racist? Yes. Okay. So this is a tweet, um, and it's about a story, but I just read the tweet first, and I read the following mm-hmm. tweet, which made me actually ask that question. An appraisal okay. value. Uh, uh, a person's home in Indy at 110,000. Then she took out all the African artwork pictures of her family and had a white man, a male friend, sit in the house posing as her brother. After that, the house was valued at 259,000. So the first person to comment says, This doesn't, I'm sorry, this doesn't make sense to me as a mortgage professional. I know s- systematic racism exists, but generally we want to improve everyone. I mean, it's more money to collect on interest on loans and blah, blah, blah. Bad appraisals typically run across or high. I just don't understand how people, even a person in the industry could just say, you know what? I don't think racism fucking exists here. Like, and I do this shit. Like, like, like what is, how does racism just, just, you know what? Fuck that. We not fucking with appraisals. Like I've heard this story a, a few other times of people uh, getting their house appraised. A black family goes low. They put another person in there, put white pictures in there, and it appraises high. Like, obviously, this person doesn't, this appraiser doesn't give a fuck about this black family in the value of their house. They just don't want a fucking black family to fucking be, to, to make money or whatever the fuck. And I just don't understand this concept of just motherfuckers thinking that that shit doesn't transcend into all facets of fucking life. This shit's so fucking annoying, dog. And I just comment like, like, you talking about this doesn't make sense. Like racism never made sense in general. Like there's no <laughs> right. rhyme or reason of fucking racism. Like it doesn't make fucking sense. And it's just crazy that shit is still happening. Like I've, I've seen a few stories about uh, appraisals from black families, and then you know they they po- they pose it as a white family, and then you know the the price goes up. Like that shit don't stop. That's just like uh, what's the movie? <laughs> um, uh, uh, the the Amazon movie, them, the whole, this whole fucking black family just come to a neighborhood and they just like, fuck the black family and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh. did, did Did you ask me that question with the knowledge that I am also a mortgage professional and specifically as it pertains to appraisals? <laughs> nope, not at all. Like, I know, I know you do work in that profession. <laughs> like, that is literally the only thing that I can speak from a place of expertise on. Like, everything else is kind of like just my opinion and me just kind of just like, uh, this is what I think about it using my own like, kind of like, like I know you're in the industry. I know you're in it, but, but like well, that is something where like I can speak from a place of expertise because not only do I work in the mortgage industry, but I work with appraisal specifically as a leader. Like I know, like I know appraisals, dog. Like and from that guy's perspective, he sounds like he he doesn't understand that. Uh, well, basically, what you said that like. Uh, uh, racism can factor into anything and it doesn't have to make sense. But like, there's 
he says you said that he said something like bad appraisals generally come in high, which is true. But the the thing is, is that a lot of times when that happens, there's no it doesn't make sense. There is no discernible explanation. So if I was to look at appraisal and I'm looking at it like, OK, this appraisal says says that this house is valued at three hundred thousand dollars and uh, every other comparable sale on this appraisal is uh, in the market of in the in the range of two hundred thousand dollars. It's my obligation as the mortgage professional to go back to the appraiser and say, hey, appraiser, every comparable sale that you gave me after adjustments comes out to two hundred thousand dollars. But you value the subject property at three hundred thousand. Why, motherfucker? That is that is what we do. And more often than not, what happens is they either give you a valid explanation or they go, oh, my bad. And they change it. So like you but you never get like a a change without a uh, like you like you're not going to get it and be like, oh, yeah, it turned out that there was a I thought it was some black people, but then it turned out it was white people. So I put the number higher like like you don't get that kind of shit. So like for him to feel like he doesn't that doesn't make sense to him. I can kind of see that. But from my perspective, I look at it like it it makes perfect sense to me because oftentimes when I see appraisals that don't make sense, there is no logical explanation for it. So the only explanation is some shit that ain't right and some shit that don't make sense. So like if an appraisal comes in wrong, and I bet you that that when you said that like the, the black family got a certain number and the white family got and when they took all this shit down and, and put a white person there, got a different number. Hey, there you go. There's your explanation. It doesn't make sense. It's, 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 it's weird because it's like the, the reason is a reason that don't make sense. Like you're not going to be able to find like a valid reason for it. So like it, that, that's not shocking to me because one racism, duh. And then two, like it's, it's very rare that you can find like, uh, a situation that don't make, I mean, a situation where uh, it makes sense. Like, I mean, usually the appraiser can tell you like, oh, it's because, uh, it, well, usually the appraiser will tell you something that as a, as somebody who looks at appraisals, you should already be able to discern. So like, say for instance, like the house, the subject property is, is by a lake. The, the houses that are all by lakes are going to have higher value. So if all the comparable sales are by lakes, you might look at it and be like, okay, well, this makes sense. Even though all the other houses, say, in this city or this area of the city or this neighborhood might have lower values, but this one, all the comp, this one and all the comps are all by lakes. So it makes sense that they would have higher value. So it's like you could figure that out. When you can't figure it out, you don't get an explanation that makes sense. You either you either get a bullshit explanation or you get a change with no explanation. <laughs> so uh it it it's not surprising to me at all that the explanation could be, oh, I thought I was going to put this low until I realized you was white, <laughs> like, like, you know? So like, I, I don't know, man, I, that's, that's shocking to me that the quote unquote mortgage professional was shocked by racism and an inexplicable appraisal. <laughs> like, right. Neither one of those things was surprising to me. <laughs> and, and which is funny. Like I, I didn't, it, it worked out great, but I didn't post a I'm question. Like, man, you came to the right guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't even pose a question because normally you don't talk about work related shit like to, like in that specific about your your gig. And I wouldn't have brought nothing up like that unless you know what I'm saying when I talked to you and then one of you was like cool with it. So that, it, it just worked out um, good. But yeah, it's just like motherfucker. Like it's like a person saying, 
man, you don't want this white person didn't want black people in their store shopping. They could have got some money. No, they just don't fucking like black people. Like, shit, <laughs> that's what it is. It's fucking racism. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, and, and then chances are, what if so? So appraisers are supposed to work areas that are within their general vicinity. Like they they might not live in that same neighborhood or anything like that. But it's not like you're gonna get a, a an appraiser from like 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 to to put it in 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 the perspective of Detroit. You're not gonna get an appraiser uh, looking at your house in Detroit who works out of Flint. Like it's two it's two totally different markets, right? So like if you get this appraiser and he's like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm 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 working, you know, your house or whatever, and he goes in there and he see, you know, he's in a neighborhood. And let's say this let's say this house is in a predominantly white area, like it it. And say he's maybe closely affiliated with that area. Maybe he don't live in it, but maybe he has family who live in it. Maybe he has people who live in it. Maybe he's from there originally. Whatever the case may be, he might look at it and be like, yo, we don't want no niggas living in this neighborhood. I can value this appraisal at less. And now maybe that person's not going to purchase this house no more because they're looking at it like, oh, I'm being charged. Uh, let's say my purchase agreement says that I'm supposed to pay $300,000 for this house. But this appraiser just told me it's worth $150,000. And then they walk. And now the appraiser is like, oh, okay. <laughs> and now the appraiser wins. Like, I got the niggas out the neighborhood. So it like it makes sense because because if you value it high, then now that now that uh person who's trying to buy that house, now they have the leverage. They can be like, Yeah, uh, I, I'm paying this, I'm paying this, but it's worth way more than that. So bet. And now they're more likely to move into that house because now they're getting a house for cheap that's worth more. So it's like it, right. it would make sense that an appraiser could be like, oh, there's some black people in this white neighborhood and maybe they have a, you know, an affection for that neighborhood or they just don't like niggas. And they're like, well, we don't want a black person to live there. So let's just say that. Let, let me just put the house low. And that's on the mortgage company to, to do that. And the, the wild thing about it is like a lot of people don't do that. Like I did that when I when I was a person who actually reviewed appraisals. If I got an appraisal that said, again, the same example say every air, every house in this neighborhood is $300,000 and then this person gets an appraisal that says their house were 150, I'm going back to that appraiser and ask them about it just as I would if they appraised it at 500,000. And I'm looking like why are you why are you saying this is 500 when everything is 3? I'm going back and saying why are you saying this is 150 when everything is 3? Because I'm I'm working on behalf of that client. Like, yo, you it looks to me like you jerking this person. Like, why right. are you saying this is 150? Right. right. So like I, I, it seemed like you would it, you would view it at, in any extreme that's out of the norm in the neighborhood. Exactly. So that like why like that person who's surprised to see that makes me it makes me think that they just don't they're either bullshitting or they're like naive like or, or they just have never seen that which is will be remarkable to me to have never seen a a uh, overly low appraisal because I've seen that and those are the ones that really fuck with me honestly. Because I look at it like, because when I see that, I feel like that that appraiser, like, that's exactly what I feel. I feel like the appraiser is trying to jerk that client. Like, what Like what are you doing? Why is this? Like, I've seen it a bunch of times where I'm like, why are you valuing this house at $50,000 less than the house next door that sold two months ago? Like, like, did it not have a front door? Did it have, not have a porch? <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Yeah, I would spend extra time on those, trying to, like, what am I missing that this appraiser thinks this house is worth $50,000 less than the house next door that sold two months ago? Like, this doesn't make any sense. So then that's my obligation to be like, hey, appraiser, what the fuck? And usually when that happens, you end up either with a really good explanation 
that it's like, okay, how did like, like, like there's no way I would have found this out without asking or they just go, Oh my bad. And they change it because they don't like, cause they don't appraisers is, is the, his, is the game appraisers get scored on their, uh, on the, how, how many, ever many times they get pushed back on their appraisal. So if it comes back at say again, $300,000, right. And I look at this and I'm like, this $300,000 don't make sense. So I go back and I ask the appraiser, what the fuck is this? That hits an appraiser's scorecard. So they're incentivized to get it right the first time. So if it fucks up, like you can get a situation where they're just like, oh, my bad. Because they don't want to have to go back and forth because that, that that hurts their reputation. So like, oh, it's, your, it's, your racism got to go real deep that you're willing to fuck up your career to, exactly. to fuck with black people. Exactly. Because that hurts. That literally hurts you. But it's only if it's taken at it's it, if it's just accepted. So like I don't know what oh, well, mortgage I'm, company that person I'm, was with. What, what do you mean that, by accepted? Appraisal, what do you mean by accepted? Accepted, accepted by the mortgage company. So like if it comes back shitty with a with a value that don't make sense, and whoever looks at that doesn't do anything about it, or nobody looks at it, then it just then that's just what happens. But it, you just gotta hope that if you get jerked like that, that your appraisal ends up in front of somebody like me. Who's going to be like, yo, this don't make sense. I feel like you jerking this person. And now I'm going back to the appraiser. Like, what the fuck is this? You got to hope if you get jerked that your appraisal ends up in front of somebody like me and not in front of somebody who just don't give a fuck. And is like, oh, this is fine. Or you're at a mortgage company who don't even look at it. And it's like, oh, this is fine. Or you just <laughs> so, a, or you're the mortgage company with another fucking white person don't give a fuck about black people. Like, okay, cool. Fuck it. Yeah. Because it just yeah. seems like from what you're saying, which is which which I'm really happy. I just was a random tweet I saw and I was just it just was, I was just curious about it. Um, not even considering your profession. Now it just it makes it makes me wonder how fucking racist can you really be? Because it's 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 a process to this shit and someone has to still review that shit and okay it. Now oh, it. and I'm, and real quick, real quick, let me give you another little bit of game. No, go real, ahead. real, no, real go fast. Ahead. Here's another thing. Appraiser, appraisers are supposed to blur out personal pictures. So like if I get the appraisal, I should not be able to look at it and be like, there's black people who live here. Like, uh, like if they got pictures up in a family, appraisers are supposed to blur that out. I'm not supposed to see that. So that's another, another kind of way that they could theoretically get around that. Like if they walk into that house, it was like, also oh, a bunch of niggas live here. Guess what they're going to do? They, they should be sending an appraisal where all them pictures is blurred out. So I'm not going to look at that and be like, hmm, there's a whole lot of black people live here. Again, it's, it's got to be me looking at the data and going, this doesn't make sense. Because if the pictures is blurred, if the pictures blurred out, I don't know that this is black people that live there. I don't know if it's a white neighborhood. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was going to say, it just, it just, it just, it makes everything makes more sense from the, the professional side of it. Like, this should have never that should have just never really happened. And then there's people that could check that. I mean, I guess, fortunately, they asked for another appraisal. And, you know, that's what's, that was the result. But, man, that's, yeah. that's And that could have been a position, that could have been a situation where if they came to my company and, let's say, I looked at that appraisal, I have the power to do that, where I can say, this appraisal is bullshit. There's, not, like, there's nothing that makes sense. I can go back to the appraiser and say, what the fuck is this? And the appraiser can go, that's just my opinion. And they can refuse to change it. And then what I can do is then go, fuck this. 
toss this appraisal and we're going to get a new one. And it's not, we're not going to hit the client for the cost of that. So that maybe that, that maybe that happened. Maybe that could have happened too, where they sent it back and whoever looked at it was like, yo, this is bullshit. And they, and maybe the mortgage company got a second appraisal out of their pocket for that client. And then that person was like, let me see what happens if I take the pictures down for the next guy. <laughs> and, then, and then they got some, they got, and then it changed. So, man, that's wild as fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. That's wild as fuck, man. Like, I'm really having a, a I mean, I, I know, like I said, racism is real as fucking in all facets of life, it seems, but that bitch jumped that much fucking money like crazy. Wow. And man, I'm just thinking like, man, you asked the right guy because I'm like, man, that is some shit. Like, there's like, there's a lot of things that I dibble and dabble in now, um, and that I do. I think I do fairly well. When I tell you I was good at that appraisal shit, bro, <laughs> I bet I like I've trained people on reviewing appraisals. I've like, t- I t- I tell people I tell people all the time like, throw an appraisal in front of me, and I can ha- I can tell you what that house is actually worth, not what the appraisal says. Well, I'm not gonna say not what the appraisal says, but like if you throw me a fucked up appraisal, I can look at it and I and it, it, within five minutes I can tell you everything that's wrong with it and what it should be valued, like real fast, because it's because I know all the signs, I know exactly what to look for, I know everything that's wrong. Like like I, like talk about expertise where people on Twitter will be like speaking as a so and so, which I've literally never done in my history of Twitter, but like speaking as a so and so. But that is the one thing, the only thing where I could say, where I could feel like I could go on Twitter and, and speak from a place of expertise. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that that's that's my jam right there. I know I know that shit inside and out. Yeah, un- unfortunately, I don't think I'll ever have a chance because I, I rarely see anybody talking about CAD design on fucking Twitter. So <laughs> just, I feel like that's, ever, that's never going to happen for me, so. Hey, I, why would I think it would ever happen for me for appraisal? So. Yeah, I mean, but there we are. You know what I'm saying? Here we are. I mean, I might catch a random, a random electrical troubleshooting question, but yeah, for the most part, that's that's not the Twitters that I that I that I interact in. So I'd be jumping at that shit. Somebody like, man, I'm trying to refinance my house. My appraisal came in, came in low. Send it to me. Mm-hmm. Send it to me right now. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what to tell the old lender to get this shit fixed. That's how good. I, that's how good I could be. If somebody was like, my appraisal feels low to me, I can say, send me your appraisal and I will tell you exactly what to say. Like you can copy and paste it. Like send this, send what I'm typing out to your, to, to your mortgage lender. And I guarantee you, your appraisal will probably come in higher. I'm a beast. with getting appraisals fixed. A beast. I know how to talk to them niggas and everything. <laughs> like, I mean, I shit, that's what you do. Shit, days. I get it. I, I totally get it. But it's like it's what I do, but I was real fucking good at it. I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> like, and, and not and not to downplay that, you know, yeah, but I'm saying if that's your special that's your you know specialty, yeah, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. I could tell you how to get a mean right angle. Woo! <laughs> Parallel lines and shit. Go to the super dollar store and get a protractor. Oh, I, 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 and, and pick up a Weber grill too and shit while I'm at it. While I'm fucking at it. So man, speaking of uh speaking of picking up shit, so uh I like I was telling you off mic that um I took some time off work, you know, to just kind of like chill. My wife's taking some time off, we're gonna spend some time together, uh, you know, just you know, just kind of you know, taking a little break or whatever. 
and today was my first day off. And uh, so I made a list today of like a bunch of things that I wanted to get done. And one of the things I wanted to get done is I wanted to figure out my lawn situation because um, my lawn situation is, well, it's fine, but my lawn is massive. And I'm not trying to flex, but I'm just telling you guys this because it's, it's relevant to the story. I mean, you my got, front you lawn got, is- You got big ass lawn. I mean, shit, I mean- <laughs> Yeah, my front lawn is gigantic. My backyard is also gigantic, but the, the lawn space isn't gigantic. But uh, the backyard itself is, but the front yard lawn is massive. And I've never, this is only my second house, period. I've never had a house with like a big ass lawn. And, you know, every, you know, it's like, okay, I can hop out with the lawnmower, mow the grass, and I'm good. But I, you ain't mowing this shit with no push mower, nigga. You gonna be out there. For, I, I, I was just about to you ask you. So I, I was just about to ask you. So I'm like, are you getting a service <laughs> or are you getting a rider? What you doing? Yeah. So, um, I decided that I wanted to try to get a rider. Uh, oh, because, shit. Yeah, because like my, my, my logic was that like, you know, I I, Bro, I can't wait I to have to pay I can't for. I can't wait to have a big enough yard to have a ride a lot more. I cannot fucking wait. I want one so fucking bad. <laughs> so yeah, so like I well, one, I kind of wanted a riding lawnmower, but then two, like I'm just not I'm just not the kind of person who likes to put things in the hands of others that I could potentially do myself. Um, like, so it's like, oh yeah, I could pay a lawn service to do it and it'd be easy, but I'm also, there's still a part of me that also is like, I'd rather do it myself just cause it's like, I mean, you know, it's your lawn, man. As, and as a man, you want to be able to take care of your shit and you don't want to pay somebody else to do your lawn. It's like, it's just, it's just a man shit. So it's like, you know, I, th there's certain things like services I'm willing to pay for. And there's other things I'd rather do myself. So I decided I want to try to get a, a riding, a riding mower. So, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, we just kind of got out of like cold weather, uh, like <laughs> a couple of hours ago, <laughs> but, Man, uh, no, I'm joking, but right. <laughs> it, it is actually a little chilly now, but, um, you know, so, so my grass started growing. So I'm like, it's about time I figured out what I'm gonna do with this shit. So, um, I went on Facebook marketplace because my wife's got a lot of shit off of there and we've been able to get like really high quality stuff for lower prices. From um, so I was like, Facebook. Oh, okay. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. So I hopped on Facebook Marketplace and I seen a dude selling a ride and mower who lives like a mile from me. Like maybe not a mile. That might be a reach. But no more than about three. Like he lives very, very close. So I'm like, all right, we go get this. Let me let me see what this dude talk about. So I hit him up like, hey, is this, is this mower still available? Because the listing was like, you know, the more, you know, it still works well. It's got new tires. It's got a new carburetor. It's got new this, and that. like so. It, it, you know, it seemed like a good deal. It just he's like, you know, it looks it looks worn, you know, but it, it you know it runs and it's got new interior shit, so you know it works or whatever. So I'm like, you know, I asked him about it. He's like, yeah, it's still available. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, I'm off work today. I can come get it today. So he was like, cool. So um, I'll skip all the the unimportant shit. So I go, I go cop the lawnmower and I'm like well I've never had a riding lawnmower so I'm like you know show me how to work it because I'm like I don't know I you know you assume like I assume that it'd be simple as just like putting the key like a car put a key in the ignition turn it on and you got a gas pedal and a brake and you good <laughs> like and it ain't that simple but um at least this mower ain't maybe they make mowers like that but that's not the one I got it ain't that damn simple and it's, it's, it's like a combination of like a push mower and a car. Like it has aspects that are kind of push mowery and then it has aspects that are kind of car like. But, you know, I get the mower or whatever and I, I bring it back to the crib. I load it. 
And I'm like, let me go, let me go fuck around with it, see what it's like, right? So did you you uh, have ramps? How did you get the fucker off the truck? So he had ramps. What I was gonna do was rent ramps because they had ramps at Home Depot for a four-hour rental for fourteen dollars. Uh, I'm like, well, shit, okay. I just go rent a ramp for them niggas. But uh, and and the Home Depot is like a mile from my house and on the way to his place. So it's like it was it was a simple thing. Like I go in there, pay the fourteen, pick that bitch up, and do it. But he said he had ramps, and he said he was willing to let me uh, take the ramps back home with me to unload it, and then bring them back to him since I live so close. So I'm like, all right, shit, that works. So that's how that's how that happened. Oh, okay. But um, so I unload the mower, and my front lawn, in addition to being massive, is not level. I live uh, on like the, for those listening, I live on the end of a cul-de-sac. And my house is way elevated off the road. So my lawn is big and it's, it has a very steep drop to the road. So I hop, I, I, I'm getting the lawn, riding lawnmower going. I'm trying to, you know, figuring out all the, all the levers and shit like that, how it works. And there's a switch for the speed of the lawnmower, the, the, like the RPMs, right? And it's, the funny thing about it is that it's, it's, it doesn't have like levels that are numbered. Like five is super fast and one is slow, and you have five, four, three, two, one. It has like super fast is just a picture of a rabbit, and then super slow is just a it's picture a of a turtle. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. So I, I I put it on the rabbit, and I release the brake, and that bitch took off like, <laughs> like, like literally to the point where it's like, I like I flew back in the seat like that fast, and I'm like, yo, I'm not ready for this, dog. Like, like this is way too fast. So I slow it down, not all the way to turtle, but like pretty low. And it's moving pretty slow, but I'm like, okay, this is fine. So I'm driving around in a circle, kind of like on the part of my lawn that's level before the steep drop. And just, just to get a feel for it, how it rides, how it turns, just like you would do with a car, right? Yeah. So I'm like, you know, driving around or whatever, I'm checking it out, I'm like, it's cool. So I'm like, it's going slow, but I'm like, this is fine, I can handle this pace. So I'm like, let me go down to the, you know, to the slope part and the tricky thing about it is that when you go down the slope, of course you're going to pick up speed, right? Because gravity. But with the low RPMs, it's a, it almost didn't make it back up because it's like it's so steep. So it's like it, 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 it seemed like it was about to cut off trying to go back up the lawn. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, so I got to put it. I, I, was, I came to the realization. I'm like, I got to put this bitch on rabbit. <laughs> like, Cause I'm like, I'm like, it's not gonna get back up if I don't put it on rabbit. But rabbit's so goddamn fast, dog. I'm like, who wants to run a lawn this fucking fast, dog? But I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, it don't matter if it's fast if you level. It's just like it don't really matter. It's like okay, you just level. But I got like, not only is it elevated, but it's like I got trees in the middle of the shit, like, and trees with like big ass roots that extend way out. It's like it's a whole thing, right? So I'm like, man, but I'm like, I gotta put it on rabbit because I won't be able to get up this hill, and I gotta like. Most of my lawn is not level. Like I'd say like the level part of it is probably like 30 to 40% of the lawn and the remaining 60 to 70% is the sloped part. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta put it on rabbit. I'm like, man, fuck. So I'm like, I go back up to the top. That bitch didn't cut off, but it almost didn't make it. And I get back up to the top and I turn it, turn it on rabbit. And I'm like, man, this bitch about to be. I'm like, this shit about to be a problem. I release that brake. I'm like, man. I'm like, man, this shit's scary, dog. Because then, like, because then I go to the slope, 
And now it's like a, now it's like you on a roller coaster, dog. Like the like you got your feet on the part that you put your feet on, and it's like you know how like when you on a roller coaster on the drop, it's like you per, you kind of like pushing your feet down because it's like whoa, like you your whole body lean back. Like that's how it was going down the hill because it's like going so fast. I'm like, oh, this is fucking crazy, and it makes it back up the hill fine when it's on rabbit. But I'm like, man, this shit is uh wild, uncomfortable, dog. And then to mow around the trees, I gotta, you know, go in a circle to go around the trees where the, uh, and it's got, big, they got big roots and shit. Can, man, going, I got a tree that's like on the slope. So it's like to go around, the, so now not only do I have to go down the slope, but I gotta go in a circle on the like diagonal. Like, man, I feel like that bitch is about to tip over, dog. <laughs> like going fast as fuck. <laughs> Trying to make a left turn on a slope. <laughs> Like man, this shit about to fall over and crush me, dog. <laughs> man, like man, this is a wild ass experience fucking around with this damn ride mower, <laughs> bitch going eighty miles an hour and shit. I've had fun on all the times I've been on the ride and riding lawnmower. It has always been fun. Uh. It's gonna be fun in the future, but this time, like not knowing, because I was telling my wife, I'm like, it's comparable to like if you if you were driving for the first time. And you put the car in drive and take your foot off the brake and it just shot to like 60 miles an hour. Like you just jammed your foot on the gas and just took off. Like that's what it feels like. Because it, it literally, even though I know it's coming, it still goes from completely stopped to full, like just taking off. Like, pew! And every single time I I like like fall back in the seat. Like it's, it's, even though I know it's coming, I still fall back in the seat because it just goes from not moving to taking off like real fast. And so, yeah, it took some getting used to, but, like, I'm like, man, this shit wild, dog. I'm like, man, I got to have it on rabbit. Like, <laughs> like and I just, I'm like, and, be straight. And I when just, I was in the backyard, it was fine. Yeah, Is your backyard more uh, level, I'm assuming? The backyard is level, yeah. So it's like I didn't have no problem. Like, in the backyard, it's fine. It's going fast. It's like, whatever. You know, I can get this done pretty quick going fast. But, man, the front yard, nigga, <laughs> I'm like, dog, this, <laughs> like, this shit feel dangerous, though. <laughs> like, man, mm. this bitch goes tip over and cut my leg off. Although Man. I know if it did tip over, the blades will instantly cut off, but still. Yeah, and I just figured out a name for the podcast. It's going to be <clears throat> episode is going to be the tortoise and the hare. <laughs> Ooh, well, I, I like that. <laughs> I've already started <laughs> I've already started calling the lawnmower B-Rabbit. B-Rabbit. <laughs> so, like, it's like eight miles. <laughs> so a lot of, yeah, I know, I got it. I, so a lot of, um, um, a lot of machines like that, like uh, riding lawnmowers and some of like the, like I had one industrial, well, I still have it's broke, industrial uh, uh, snowblowers. And it has that turtle at the bottom, then rabbit. And I didn't have a, I, my, my experience wasn't as hilarious as yours because you were sitting on it and, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, but the first time I did that, that fucking thing tipped up. The front went up and everything, and it was just like, like you. I have Ooh. no, I, I, I have no <laughs> idea how anybody could like snowblow on a rabbit. Like it's just way too fucking fast, way too fucking fast. <laughs> it <tipped> up. <laughs> like the front end just went up like crazy and shit. I'm like, what the Man, fuck? I, I took it back. No, like, Man, you gotta take this back. No. Hey, that's you a nice. Money, Batman. I'm looking at your bad. pick, man. That's a pretty nice one too, man. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Dope. The only pro- the only problem with it is like the seat is a little worn, and then like the front panel of it is missing, but it doesn't affect how it runs or anything like that. The only thing the the front panel being missing, 
makes it so that it sounds like the the front part of it sounds a little it, it rattles so like if you uh it's easy to it's it's a whole lot easier to lift the front up if you want to get to like the gas tank and shit like that but like uh, the front okay. the front part rattles uh like when you're turning because it doesn't have like the front grill on it but like that's it like the front grill is missing and then the seat is a little worn and that's about it yeah i mean if you really want it you could probably find that piece and fucking yeah it. yeah that's dope though I was about to say, man, I would have, I, I definitely would have never fucking uh, considered a, and I don't think you probably consider a walking lawnmower anyway, but yeah, all that grass, that would, that would definitely have been the, the summer purchase or spring purchase. Yeah. And, and, I, didn't even, and I didn't even think about uh Facebook marketplace. Like, yeah, that's a fucking awesome place to find shit. Oh man. At this point, I get a lot of shit off Facebook marketplace and my wife, my, well, I don't. My wife gets a lot of shit off Facebook Marketplace. We get a lot of shit off Facebook Marketplace. Like a lot of shit in our house we got off Facebook Marketplace. And I bought my bike last year on Facebook and- Marketplace because I couldn't though so that right at the, like the beginning of you know the pandemic, uh, you couldn't find bikes. You couldn't find bikes in stores. Like all the mm-hmm. bikes were sold out. Um, and so I started looking and I man, I was I was willing to spend some money too. I wanted this Trek uh like hybrid bike. And the one I really wanted was like twelve hundred bucks, and I was ready because I had, I think I had just got a stimulus or some shit. I had some extra money, but I ended up finding a bike that was like normally like five six hundred bucks for like one fifty, and then wow. I bought it. And then I bought a drone. <laughs> 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 but I was ready, man. I went, but I couldn't find one. They they even posted there was an article in I think CNN or something about just i forget they called it i think they called it something like something like the bike ep- epidemic or some crazy shit but it was something <laughs> like yeah people couldn't find bikes because everybody started doing outdoor shit and you couldn't find bikes you couldn't find like workout equipment and all that shit and uh yeah facebook marketplace it was so crazy every i had looked at like four or five bikes and every time i looked at them an hour or two later they were gone and so I finally uh, found this one bike. It's like eight in the morning. They uh, it was out in Ann Arbor, so that's about forty five minutes from me, I guess. And uh, I messaged Lady like, "Hey, is it available?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Listen, I, I want it, but I can't get off work until like four. She's like, "Cool." She like just keep me posting. Anything changed? She messaged me back at noon. Like, "Well, I don't have like five offers. Are you really coming?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so she posted it at like seven that morning. I messaged her at eight, and like five other people messaged her about like noon and shit. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And then luckily I ended up going up there around four and picking it up just so she ain't fuck around and sell it to somebody. But yeah, Facebook market. That's what happened. Good. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me with the mower. Like um, I it was the first thing I thought of when I woke up. So I went on Facebook Marketplace fairly early in the morning, probably um I messaged this dude to ask about it. I think even before I left to take my girl my my girls to school. So I usually leave about 7.30 in the morning to take them to school. So I, I probably messaged him around 7.30 this morning. And uh, by the time I got back, which was around 9-ish, he was saying like, yeah, you know, uh, just give me a couple hours and I'll let you know what's, you know, what's good. So, you know, I looked up that ramp, like I said, to see how much the ramp cost, the 14 bucks, I'm like, bet. So I'm like, whenever he get back to me, I'll scoop up the ramp and I'll go get it. So then he messaged me and was like, uh, probably like around like 11 ish and was like, you know, let me know when you free. I'm like, uh, he's like, cause I'm, he's like, I've already got a lot of offers. I'm like, damn, I think it's like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Yep, and, same shit, and I'm like, well, I, can, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm off work. So I can come right now. I just need to come. I was like, I'll stop. 
And I, I even told him, I was like, I'm gonna stop at the Home Depot on Avon because he lives so close to me. I know he knows where it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stop at the Home Depot on Avon, pick up this ramp, and I'll head over there. He's like, I got a ramp. I was like, well, in that case, I'm on my way. <laughs> and so and that was it. I stopped at the bank to grab the cash and that was that. And like the cool thing about Facebook Marketplace is you can kind of game it to where like you can get, if you're willing to spend a little bit of money, you can get something that's worth way more for that money. So like, like say, like for instance, like my bedroom set, we got on Facebook Marketplace. And this bedroom set is not like, this ain't no hoe, nigga. This is like all like all real wood, like heavy shit. Like this is a this is a bedroom set that would have cost thousands of dollars. And I think we got it for like, I think it was like 800 maybe, something like that. So it's like, would you would would somebody offhand want to pay eight hundred dollars for a bedroom set? Maybe not. But if you if you have I mean, the eight hundred dollars, but if you, was, but and if you, you get would, a three thousand dollar bedroom, yeah, set, yeah. I mean, shit. If you want to spend <laughs> way, if you was willing to spend way more, and you find one, you know, it it just really good for a fraction of the cost. Fuck, it doesn't matter what the fraction is. If you wanted it, that's what you was gonna fucking get. So, and you about to spend right. way more. So, so. yeah, it, it comes out like if you're not willing to spend eight hundred dollars, you're not willing to spend eight hundred dollars. You might not have it. But like we, it worked out because we got a lot of money back from our our the sale of our house. So we had money to spend. It was like, okay, well, do I want to spend? I don't know how much this bedroom set would have cost retail, but it like looking at it, this looks like G's. Like this is this isn't like a cheap bedroom set. Like this is some shit. This is the kind of bedroom set you buy, and you don't you don't buy another bedroom set after that unless you like like the guy we got it from. The only reason he sold it was because he was moving to Mexico and took, couldn't take it with him. Uh... So like this is like this is like a lifetime bedroom set. This is some shit you you get for a little bit. Like, this is some heavy-duty shit, right? So, like, we had it at that time, and we were able to get it. And But you get, like, really good shit for a fraction of the price. We did the same thing with our dining room table and chairs. Like, our, di- like, our dining room table and chairs, like, all cherry wood. Like, it's, 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 it's lifetime shit. You buy one of these, you ain't getting enough. You don't need another fucking dining room table. And we got it for cheap because we got it on Facebook Marketplace. And the, the gag is, like, getting it from these motherfuckers in these rich-ass suburbs. Because when I seen that he offered this lawnmower, and I'm like, oh, he lived right by me. My immediate thought was like, oh, he living with these rich ass suburbs because he mm-hmm. lived by me. <laughs> so he must have good shit. <laughs> so like it, it works out. You can get some, you can get some pretty expensive shit for uh, a fraction of the price on there. Like I, we've got a lot of stuff on we got a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I've, 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 I've got moved. a few things. I well, when I had my pickup truck. I've helped a bunch of people get shit from Facebook Marketplace, uh, which is uh, why, I, which is why I haven't been fast fast to get another pickup because motherfuckers always ask me for shit. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it worked out. Like I say, that 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 lady was selling that bike. That shit worked out great. I saw that bike and I looked it up. I looked at the picture. I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. No scratches. It was just dusty and shit. Like it ain't been written. And I looked at the. I looked it up and it was like faster than a buck. It's like one, like one fifty or one twenty five. I was like, so be there in five hours. Like shit. I don't <laughs> so yeah. That's, yeah, that's I'd have been screwed. I'd have been screwed if I wasn't working today. Yeah, because it would have been gone. It, it wouldn't have been home. When you yeah, got, it, it wouldn't been have been there when you got home. Would definitely. Yeah, and he not posted it like. Yeah, I hit him up at oh, is that a home run? Yes, it is. Um, I hit him up at uh like I said, it was about, probably about 7:30. He had posted it, uh, I think it was like around midnight or something like that. So he posted it while motherfuckers were asleep. 
So I was probably the first person to hit him up. And then he said by 11 o'clock, he had all kinds of offers. So like if I had, if I had been working, well, I'm working from home, so I could have still got it. But right. if you were in but the in office. Theory, yeah, in theory, had I been working like in the office, uh, I'd have been screwed on getting this one. So that's another benefit from working at yeah, home. You go do some random shit like go pick up a lawnmower and still just keep shit going. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dope. Uh, I, I or you can do I, irresponsible shit like going to the liquor store or go to the liquor store, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like, want see, one. see what Red Wagon got today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely want to ride a lawnmower. Uh, when I, uh, I'm hoping that the, if we things work out the way the house we want and I have a big enough yard. Oh, that's definitely going to be one of my first purchases. I will say this. The, the the downside of this is in my head, I was like, well, okay, the lawn big as fuck. Like, even with a lawn, even with a riding mower, it's probably going to take a while for me to cut it. But I'm like, well, I can smoke. You know, I can smoke a cigar, have my podcast on, and listen to music while I do it. Nah, dog. I can't nah. smoke a cigar while I'm doing this. Nah. You think I'm going to have one hand not on something? No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> Not on rabbit, nigga. Nah, I, I see people <laughs> post I like <laughs> I, I I see people post you know cigars and they cut and I'm like, man, you really can't. I mean, it's in theory, but you know, really, you're really trying to pay attention and you know what I'm saying that. And, and I can say, yeah, heels and slopes and yeah, I mean, a, a cup holder for a beer would be pretty cool, but other than that, you know, nah. Yeah, no, I, I, that that was a little disappointing because I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna be able to smoke while I do this stuff. <laughs> Like, I ain't taking a hand off nothing. <laughs> if I have one hand holding a cigar, I'm falling off that bitch, guaranteed. <laughs> so, like, I need to have both hands somewhere on this motherfucking lawnmower. <laughs> so that's a little disappointing. But it, but on Rabbit, it does go kind of fast. Like, I could, I, could, I could probably get it done pretty quick. Yeah, have you, have you ever seen uh, uh, lawnmower, uh, uh, riding lawnmower races? <laughs> no, I haven't. Nah, but shit's pretty funny. <laughs> given my experiences, given my experience today, <laughs> that might be something that might be interesting for me to watch. <laughs> oh, yo, um, um, if I remember now, I have to scroll to my tweets, but I posted a video last night of this guy who turned like a half car into like a lawnmower. It's just funny that we bring that we're talking about this right now. Oh man, yeah, uh, it was pretty dope. I'll, I'll tag you in it, but yeah, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Like a half-ass car and put a fucking lawnmower on that <laughs> shit. Yeah, dog. I'm like, man, this shit crazy, dog. I'm like, this, this lawnmower about to get me killed, dog. <laughs> I was like, man, like, man, I'm telling you, dog, going around that tree that's on the slope, <laughs> this shit ain't no hole, dog. I'm like, man, I got to be careful, dog, because this might be it for me. Yeah, you hit <laughs> that. T- might fall on me. <laughs> yeah, hitting that angle, man, you fuck around and, uh, yeah, be that bitch done tipped over on your ass. <laughs> like man, this motherfucker! I gotta put this bitch on rabbit. This is some bullshit. <laughs> and I remember what's funny is when I first, 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 first moved in within the first week because I moved in in November. So obviously that's winter, but at the time it wasn't like you know snowy and all that kind of shit. And the grass needed to be cut. And I asked uh, one of my neighbors, I was like, you know, how do y'all handle grass around here? Because I'm like. Because I, I know they got a lot of uh, like group buy-ins on services, so like like we we did that for uh, for uh, snow removal. So like we all pay, well, not all of us on the block. Well, I can't on the block, but like all of us in this in this neighborhood, not all of us, but a few of us are, are all pay a fee to a specific 
snow removal mm-hmm. company and they come hit all the houses whenever it snows. And I'm like, that works for me because I'm like, that's even worse. Cause at least if I had a riding lawnmower, I'm like, I mean, not a, not a, a push lawnmower. If I, if I was to try to hand mow the lawn, I could do it. It would just take a long time, but I ain't shoveling this shit dog. Like this, that driveway. No, oh, I ain't shoveling that shit. So I'm like, no, I gotta do this. But like with the lawnmower, I'm like, okay, I can do the service so I could, you know, I could get my own rider one. So I asked him about it and she was like, yeah, we kind of, you know, we, we could probably, she's like, I got a nephew who might be able to get you a rider more for cheap. But it was like, she was like, we, we got one. So we'll, 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 you know, we'll, we'll cut your grass right now. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. I'm like, thank you. And I'm, I was out here in the garage doing something and I went outside the garage door and I seen one of them, you know, on the, on their ride lawnmower doing the grass. And she was flying. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, why is she going that fast? I'm like, oh, well, I get it now. <laughs> she had it on, she had that bitch on rabbit. That's what it was. Yeah, rabbit. That's what I like. That's exactly what I'm like. Rabbit was rabbit's the only option on my lawn. And her her lawn is kind of her lawn is her house is elevated too, but not like mine, because mine is in the middle at the end. So mine is I have the highest house and the biggest front lawn. Like theirs is not quite theirs is also very big, not quite as big as mine. And it's also elevated, but it's not steep. It's like a it's it's a it's a it's a steady downward thing. So like they 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 probably don't have to use rabbit on their lawn, but on mine, like now it makes sense because I'm like, why is she going so fast? But now because she she was going around the tree too, and now in retrospect, I'm looking like now I understand why she was going so fast around that tree. I'm like, man, she going fast as fuck. But now I understand like man, you gotta have that bitch on rabbit dog, and that it ain't gonna make it back up because my shit's too steep. So yeah, like this, this, I learned a lot today. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's funny yeah. as hell. <laughs> oh man. Well, you got anything else? Nope, I'm good. All right, well, cool. Well, um, till next week. Peace. Yeah, peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up dope podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up dope podcast. Peace.